Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Welcome to the Blessed Journey, and like it or loathe it, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, a day when many people around the world focus on love. Now, I did find a really interesting article, and I'm going to pop it in the show notes if you'd like to read it, about the origins of Valentine's Day by a professor of history and religion. Now, if we go back in history, really the story of Valentine and St. Valentine, there wasn't much love around it, and so... You know, the kind of belief that Valentine's Day is this over-commercialized time to capitalize on consumers could quite possibly be true in this effect. Like, I really like to look back at history and honoring how things were done by our ancestors. But really, Valentine's Day doesn't have these kind of beautiful origins that you might believe. And if you really did want to kind of lean into a romantic kind of time... The time to do that would be Beltane. Now, that's one of our eight festivals. It's a festival between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. And that's when we normally celebrate fertility, making love, and coming together with your lover. So, however, to get on with trend and do everything that everyone else is doing as well, I thought we'd talk a little bit about love today and different crystals and essential oils that can support you, whether you're looking for love, you're in love, or whether you're trying to get over love. So for everyone. So we've got some crystals and some oils for each. So first of all, we're going to look at what different things can we work with if we are looking to attract love into our lives. Now, one thing I want to say with all the crystals and all the essential oils we're going to talk about today, it does not matter whether you have the best essential oils and the biggest crystals around you. You can't just surround yourself in them and sit on the couch and Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright is going to knock on the door. Unless you have good-looking pizza delivery people in your area. But what you need to do is they are your friends. They support, they shift your energy, they give you the confidence to do what you need to do and make the changes you need to change in order to improve your love life. So let's look at those singles. To all the singles or those that are looking at bringing someone new into their life. The first crystal that I would recommend is pink tourmaline. Now, pink tourmaline, as you know, tourmalines grow in these kind of rods, so they really bring this balancing energy and ebbs and flows and allows love to come and go easily and effortlessly. What I love about this, I want you to think about the dating game, and we've all been in the dating game at least one point in our lives. Some people, when we're dating, it seems just hard. We're playing guessing games. Do they like me? Don't they like me? Should I message now or message later? You know, when can we catch up? All that type of thing. And what you probably notice if you are in a relationship right now is that when it's right, it just flows. And pink tourmaline allows that flow to come in. Not only does it allow the flow to come in, but it actually is high in lithium. Now, lithium is used medically to sedate people and help people to relax, especially when they have things such as bipolar. 
So what happens is pink tourmaline is very much associated with allowing pleasure to come into your life. So if you are, maybe you're feeling desperate because you haven't had a, you know, you haven't been with someone for a long time or all your friends are coupling up and you're falling behind or you're getting old and time's ticking and you want to have children and all that. What kind of energy are you putting out in your auric field of desperation, of stress, of tension? And if like attracts like, what kind of partner are you going to attract? We want to be in a relationship that is enjoyable and is fulfilling for us. And of course, pink tourmaline would help us to relax into that, to change our energy, to be aware of that and to go, I'm going to accept what comes, but I'm going to be relaxed about it. So pink tourmaline is absolutely beautiful to work with in this way. It pairs really nicely with ylang-ylang essential oil. Now, ylang-ylang essential oil is renowned as being an aphrodisiac oil. So it's great to aromatically dress in. So you can mix it with some carrier oil, like a fractionated coconut oil or a body lotion that's all natural, and rub that all over your body. And it kind of gives off that essence of um, an aphrodisiac. It's great for the skin. So a drop with your nighttime moisturizer over your face is going to be really beneficial there as well. But it's also really great in the bedroom for two reasons. In the diffuser, great. In a massage blend, great. Because it helps with that aphrodisiac aspect. But also... It helps to relax the mind. It actually can help you get a good night's sleep. Now, why is something that's a biotic wow-wow kind of oil, why on earth would that also help us to sleep? Aren't we trying to be aroused and rested at the same time? Well, it's all about the mind. And it's quite interesting because yellow flowers are normally connected to Mercury, which is a planet of thought. And what Ylang Ylang allows us to do is to stop the overactive mind to stop worrying. For sleep, ylang-ylang is the one that I recommend people reach for when they're sitting there and their mind is going. I know, I've, I've, I've learned that I can't kind of Google little ideas or start researching things within the last couple of hours of going to bed because then I get into bed and my brain starts ticking and I start getting excited and Googling more and all these different types of things. If that's the case for you or if you've just had a really worrisome day, then ylang-ylang is really great either in your moisturizer, on the soles of your feet, or in your bedroom diffuser. Coming back to love, we're not in the mood when we're stressed. Again, when we're uptight, it doesn't bring in that luxurious kind of energy. When I smell ylang-ylang, it transports me to a tropical island where everything is beautiful. The people, the weather, and time just slows down. And there's no pressure in the world at all. That's where ylang-ylang takes you. And so that's what you want to bring into your vibration to help you relax and to help you attract people that are easily um, easygoing as well. And so it, you get this really nice union. So pink tourmaline and lang lang allow us to relax and to enjoy dating. Yeah, when we're dating, we I remember going on a date and I thought this will be interesting. I'll just to do something different because I didn't know much about this guy. I thought let's go to Korean barbecue where you cook your own food. So you had to cook your own food, and that was okay. But you were given chopsticks, and he'd never used chopsticks. He wasn't too graceful with the chopsticks. Instead, he was went on this rant about how you know they were stupid, and anyone who ate with them was stupid. And he was basically like using them as poking sticks and ramming them into food to the point where people in tables around were actually looking at the noise that he was generating from ramming them in and banging on the table. But guess what? 
It may help me to get clearer on what I didn't want in relationships. It helped me to refine how I look for people, all those different types of things. So, you know, and it's a story to tell on a podcast for another day. And that story does come up occasionally, probably one of my worst dates ever. Um, but, and most awkward, but enjoy this. You know, for those of you, if you're talking to people that have been in relationships for, you know, decades, one thing they'll go is, oh, it was fun, that dating and that, you know, the rush and the, the, the adrenaline we get and the eyes first meeting and the confirmation that I think they like me. Oh my God, they do like me. Is this happening? I, I, I want my friends to meet them. All that excitement. Enjoy that. And pink tourmaline, either carrying it or having it near you or a langalanga going to really work well for that. The other crystal that's really great, and this is when you're kind of like, okay, I've done my work, I've been through a few, I've dated a few people that were not too good with chopsticks and so on, I'm ready to meet the one. This is where you're going to want to reach for the best crystal for soulmates, and that is kunzite. Now, kunzite is probably the highest vibration pink crystal. It's a pink lavender kind of color. And it's absolutely stunning. Probably the most stunning pieces come from Pakistan. Kunzite is not the crystal that you give to your 14-year-old daughter or son when they want to meet their first boyfriend or girlfriend. It's once you've done your work and you're like, okay, I think I'm ready to meet someone who's going to make a, you know, a big difference in my life and, and possibly be my forever. And Kunzite allows you to do that. It is supportive of not only bringing in lovers but also friends and other people to support you on your soul journey and it helps to it's a crystal of lifelong relationship so it is great for helping to improve the relationships you have with your own children and with your own parents because like it or not that is a lifelong relationship as well as siblings and so on but really really potent i've found at helping to attract love into your life but on a soul soul level essential oils that would work really well in this kind of domain is jasmine. Jasmine is this interesting essential oil that has both yang and yin energies and it's about divine union. And it's, you know, it's another aphrodisiac oil. It's another great one to anoint and you can pretty much use it all the same ways as a lang lang um, in that aphrodisiac and relaxing in skincare. It's probably not so much relaxing on the mind as um, ylang lang is. Jasmine is a bit more euphoric and helps you just kind of embrace the joy in that way but on an energetic or a metaphysical level it's very much about it's used magically to attract soul love into your life so if you're looking for maybe a you know for a quick fling or a weeking you know a, a holiday romance or something like that jasmine may not be the right one for you but when you're ready it's going to work really well another oil i also want to mention here is green mandarin green mandarin is of course gifted to us from the fruit of an unripe mandarin fruit and in fact it's quite a really nice story behind green mandarin you see when you grow mandarins if you just leave the fruit on the tree what happens is the branches get too heavy some of the fruit rots and you don't actually get a good harvest of mandarin so what farmers have to do is have to go through and they prune and they take off a lot of the unripe fruit to give the remaining fruit the ability to grow and the branches will be fine and that fruit is normally just discarded, thrown on the ground and goes to waste. However, different companies, and especially doTERRA, what they saw is they looked at this fruit sitting on the ground. They looked at the, they grabbed some and they cold pressed it and they got the essential oil and they looked at it and they went, there's no essential oil in this. 
are really beneficial essential oil in this. And so now farmers are able to earn extra income by using that green mandarin rind or peel to actually give doTERRA green mandarin essential oil. Now, this is the only citrus oil really that you get, apart from pettigrain, used to, they used to get the, the unripe fruit there, but that stopped the fruit from growing, so now they use pettigrain as made out of leaves and twigs. But green mandarin is your only unripe fruit essential oil. And so it's about new beginnings, and it has a very joyous energy as well. And so it really helps us to enjoy the start of a relationship, to enter a relationship with happiness, with pleasure, because in those first few months, or we set the foundation of how this relationship will go. If you're too uptight, if you're too tense, it's not going to be fun for you or the person you're dating. So green mandarin brings in that really joyous energy. The other great thing about green mandarin is because it is such a childlike, it has a childlike energy about it, it's very non-discriminatory. Maybe you have a type. What's your type? And the problem is when we have a type, yes, it's good to be clear on what we're attracted to, and I'm not encouraging you to you know, go against what you're not attracted to, but are you possibly missing out on other people? Are there people that may not typically be your type that you could go on a date with? Just to find out, just to try. Maybe people from certain regions of the world or ethnicities or of age brackets or, you know, people that were uh, divorcees or whatever it may be. You may go, oh no, I'd never, if, if they can't get their first marriage right, I'm not interested. And Green Mandarin's like, like a kid. Kids don't care who you are, what's in your bank account, what colour your skin is. If you're nice to them, they'll be nice to you. And Green Mandarin encourages you to do this when you're dating as well, to have that just very kind of carefree and joyous type of energy. So a really beautiful one to bring in as well. So we've got that joyousness and that pleasure of pink tourmaline, of ylang lang, and that non-discrimination of Green Mandarin. And then you've also got that, you know, that more spiritual, if you're really wanting to bring in a soulmate, Kunzite and Jasmine are really great. Now, in saying that, would we be focusing on bringing in our perfect partner around Valentine's Day? Probably not. If you want to know the most auspicious day to attract love into your life, it's the full moon in Libra. If you've been listening to this podcast, The Blessed Journey, for a while now, you know that I talk about each full moon is you know, in, in a different sign of the zodiac, and each zodiac sign governs a different aspect of life. And it is Libra, which is coming up soon, Hold your horses. Um, it's coming up soon. That is the best one to actually focus on your love life. Now, another activity I want to share with you, and this is an activity that actually worked for me. It's a combination of a few different things. So the first thing to do is when you're ready to kind of attract that soulmate, you want to make sure that you're really clear on what you want. So if you're clear on that, start to write down things. So I did that and I wrote down a list and it was a whole range of different things. I picked a star sign, I picked you know physical attributes, behavioral attributes. I, you know, I've never enjoyed cooking until this year. I've been teaching myself to cook. Isn't that scary at 42 that I've actually started learning how to cook properly um, before it was stir frying, warming things up in the microwave and that was about it um, or eating out a lot. Um, but I, you know, one um, someone who knew how to cook, all the different things. Now, one thing I got stuck on as well was I really, I really have this drawing to people that are foreign. 
And, you know, I, I love accents and I love, you know, some of the European accents. I love some of the English accents. I love some of the South American accents. And I was like, I don't want to kind of, I don't want to, you know, like Green Mandarin would say, I don't want to discriminate too much, but I, I'm really drawn to those different accents in that type of way. And so I just wrote down um, foreign accent um, with this kind of idea of getting some, someone who was kind of, you know, could bring in new new wisdom of a different culture and a different way of living and kind of help to open up my mind beyond what I'd experienced living in Australia. So I wrote all that down. Then what I would do is each night I'd sit down with my Kunzai and at the same time as that, I'd pop one of these essential oils and I'd mix it around, you know, Ylang Ylang or Jasmine or Rose or something like that in the diffuser. And as I was doing that, what I'd do, I'd do a bit of feng shui activity as well. So if you're single and you're looking at attracting someone, I want you to look at your bedroom right now. And normally we have two bedside tables and because we're single, hey, we spread ourselves out over two. And, you know, our closet's full. And, and basically, energetically, what that's saying is there's no room for anyone to move in here. And so what you want to do is you want to clear out one bedside table. In the top, just leave that quite blank as well. And even make room in things like the bathroom cupboards and the bedroom cupboards and so on. As if to say, there is room for someone else in this space. And then on one of the bedside tables, you want to get a small mirror and a candle. And you can even anoint that candle in the alang-alang or the jasmine. And each night I would hold that crystal, I would light that candle... And I'd listen to the same song over and over again that would evoke the feeling of how I wanted to feel when I met someone. Now, why the candle and the mirror? Because as you've got that candle, candles obviously represent fire. There is a flame there. That's transformational energy and quick transformational energy. So it brings things quick. But what are we also creating with the mirror? Well, you've got a flame of the candle and then in the reflection is another flame or a twin flame. So you're creating that energy of a twin flame in your space. Of course, twin flame is another term that is used similar to soulmate. And what I would do as I listen to that song for about three minutes, I would visualize meeting that person and being with that person. Now, when we visualize, normally we want to engage all five of our senses. Like if we want a new car, we see ourselves holding the steering wheels. We smell the new car smell we can taste the salty air as we drive along the coast in our new car we can hear the engine or the stereo and we can feel the leather steering wheel you know we engage with those five senses because what that why we do that is because they actually create a reality if i was to take away your sight your smell your touch your taste and your sense of hearing what would the world become for you would you know the world is still there you wouldn't so it is actually our five senses that create our reality. And so if you can change what those are noticing for a little period of time, you're actually changing your reality. And I'd send that into the crystal. Now, when we're looking for love, if we don't know the person, what we want to do is we want to cut out one of them, the looks. And what I'd do is I'd actually imagine we're in a totally pitch black room. So you couldn't see who they were, but you could feel what it was like. And it almost creates this this familiarity of being with that person as well. And then I would do that night after night after night and then continue to, and then blow out the candle, stop the song and carry that crystal with me throughout the day to keep that vibration in there. It worked. And I just want to give you a little word of warning. 
Remember how I was saying that I wasn't too clear on that accent on what I wanted? Well, I got myself an American. It's an exotic accent, but not really the exotic accent I wanted. But all the other boxes were ticked. So really, really interesting. So know that the universe can deliver what you need, but you've got to be really clear on what you want. So be open to different possibilities within what you're looking for. So those are a few little tips for if you're looking for someone to get into a relationship. Those are my favorite crystals and my favorite essential oils. We're going to take a short break and then come back and look at those crystals and oils that help those that are in a relationship or if you're just still healing from a past relationship and not in the mood for one at all, I've got some tips for you as well. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet and since tomorrow's Valentine's Day, whether you're into it or not, we're going to look at crystals and essential oils to support you in love. Before the break, we were looking at those single ladies and single men that might be looking at getting you know, some more loving into their lives. Now let's look at those who have a bit of love in their lives, or maybe that love's kind of dwindled over time. The first crystal actually is a bit of a crossover and could be used for those dating, but also for those that are in a relationship. And this is a crystal called Thulite, T-H-U-L-I-T-E. Now it's part of the Zoisite family, so it's actually related to another crystal you may have heard of called Tanzanite. And these all bring a bit of joyousness into our lives. Thalite, I find, has this energy of both fire and air. So it almost evokes this femme fatale, Don Juan type of energy. And it brings real flirtatious nature. And it can be great when you are dating to help you keep quiet, um, you know, to be quite flirtatious and to put your best foot forward. It's even great in anywhere else where we need to impress such as job interviews as well. But thalite can continue to be used into a relationship because it's known to be very protective of a relationship. It helps to keep the joy in the relationship as the years go on. But also, when placed in the bedroom, not only does it keep that spark alive, but it's said to stop third parties interfering. Now, I'm not saying how many partners you should be having, and if you want to have a third, then you can have a third. But it's more about you know the meddling of people trying to upset the harmony of a relationship. So whether you have meddling parents or meddling um, in-laws or, you know, other people have opinions about your relationship, Thalite is said to kind of shield that relationship and not allow that to impact too heavily. So a really beautiful one to use in that way. But this is, you know, a really fun, playful, keeping the, keeping the joy and the happiness in love is really, really nice. And Thalite's really absolutely great for that. Now, as we're going on with a relationship, we want to keep it safe. We want to keep it playful and that type of thing as well. And, you know, but sometimes we find that over time we become a bit relaxed with our relationships or maybe we become a bit kind of, I don't know, you know, the spark's lost or that it gets a bit too fiery when we're arguing. This is where another couple of crystals are really great. So first of all, let's say that the spark is gone. And, you know, I remember talking and helping someone who's one of my students. She wanted to build a grid and we actually chose the crystal of rhodochrosite because how she described her marriage of over 20 years is we are now just two people living in a house, two boats passing in the night. So rhodochrosite is a crystal that's primarily found in South America and it's actually got these beautiful waves of whites and pinks in it. it kind of looks a bit like malachite or blue lace agate in its kind of patterning. And they actually believe, the South Americans, the 
um, indigenous people there believe that it's formed from the blood of their ancestors, layer after layer as they're, as they're buried in the ground. And so rhodochrosite has this really fiery, connective energy about it. It's cleansed with more with the element of fire, and it helps to bring spark back. So when you want to deepen a connection, you reach for rhodochrosite. And, you know, when uh, the student built a grid, not only did she have, like, rhodochrosite in the middle and surround it with other loving crystals and maybe some citrine for joy and, um, you know, maybe some amethyst for relaxation, whatever whatever energies you want to bring as well. But she also put things like chocolates and champagne. And she just wanted a bit of romance back like they used to have. And so she actually included that within the grid's um, patterning to bring that energy in, which is really quite beautiful as well. Now, sometimes, on the other hand, we don't need more spark. Maybe we need a little less fire. Maybe we've just found that we're, we're arguing a bit too much and we're bickering in that type of way. This is where a crystal with a similar name to rhodochrosite is really great. This is rhodonite. Now, whereas rhodochrosite you normally find is pink with some white in it, rhodonite generally is pink, but you also find bits of black in it. And that black, of course, is grounding. So I want you to think about the last time you had an argument with a loved one. And regardless of who was right and who was wrong, because we all know you were right, um, the reason you got upset with them is because they did not fulfill an expectation. And what happens sometimes our expectations get a bit too much and these expectations butt against each other and we end up losing sight of the bigger picture and we're bickering all the time. And Road Knight, with, its, with that black to ground us and that pink to love, it grounds us in love and reminds us why we're truly in this relationship and really helps us to re remember the importance of this. One oil that's actually just pushed its way through, it wasn't on my little list that I wrote down before as I was preparing for this podcast, but turmeric. Turmeric really helps to take out inflammation out of the body, but also out of relationships. And being a root oil, it helps us get back to the root of what's truly important as well. So rhodonite and turmeric could work really beautifully together in helping to settle these relationships in that way. Now, sometimes in relationships, what happens is we find that there becomes this inequality where there's not equal give and equal take. This is where we want to bring in another beautiful, uh, beautiful high vibration crystal, and it's known as morganite. Now, morganite is part of the beryl family or the emerald family. So emerald is a green beryl, aquamarine is a blue beryl, and morganite is a pink beryl. And that's why morganite is sometimes referred to as a pink emerald. Same crystal, same structure, just different things are soaked in throughout the growth period to make it pink rather than green or blue or yellow or any of the other colours that you get. So morganite is a six-sided rod. That's the shape of the crystal and how it grows. And six is a number of harmony. And the rod, like tourmaline, brings this ebbing and flowing energy. So it's very harmonious in helping to bring balance in relationships. So it can be really challenging in relationships sometimes trying to work out, you know, what's fair, what's the difference between compromising and sacrificing something that's important, and, you know, what's my job, what's your job, is this fair, all those different types of things. And if you feel some inequality, Morganite can be really quite great for this. In fact, there's an angel that kind of works well with Morganite, not typically an angel of love, but the angel is Raguel. R-A-G-U-E-L. And Raguel is normally called upon for legal disputes to help to bring justice. 
But what I've found is Ragnarok seems to keep popping up in readings where there's a unfairness in love as well. And so if you're wanting some angelic guidance, ask Ragnarok to help as well. But having Morganite around, placing it around can be really quiet. Um, you know, near photos or wearing it or having it in the bedroom can really help to equalize any disparity and, and help with a bit of clarity there. In fact, Morganite's actually really great for men um, or, or guys that are new fathers. Because, you know, when a baby's born, a baby doesn't really need the father too much. It can, you know, if we're honest, mum gives milk and that's pretty much all, you know, dad doesn't have to do much apart from be, be around and help out. And so fathers can sometimes feel lost and not sure how to contribute. And Morganite really gives you the courage and the confidence to be there and supportive of your whole new family in that way. So when we're talking about this, um, you know, what's fair and what's not and how to be clear on this as well, an essential oil that can be really great is pink pepper. Pink pepper brings clarity of the heart and really helps us to work out whether we want to stay in a relationship, whether we want to leave a relationship, or even whether we want to get into a relationship and what we actually want to bring up, what we want in love. The other thing is pink pepper pepper is used a lot it's really great combined with frac uh with frankincense mixed with a bit of fractionated coconut oil and a lot of women will massage that over their breast regularly as a breast cancer preventative practice the interesting thing about pink pepper and this kind of anti-cancer kind of energy that it has this also leads into its metaphysics i want you to consider whether you yourself or someone you know is a tongue biter and what i mean by that is when we want to say something Rather than actually saying it, we bite our tongue to keep the peace. But in the long term, this is doing a disservice to both ourselves and that person. Pink pepper allows us to confidently say what we need to say. Because if we're holding it in, we're holding that energy in and that can start to eat at us. And I'm sure you've been in a situation where you haven't had a chance to say something you really want to say. say and it eats at you. Now, if you got into the habit of doing that time after time after time, you're kind of almost building this energetic cancer, cancerous energy in you that will eat you up. It will cause resentment. It will cause anger. It will cause frustration. And you end up becoming irrational or, or biting someone's head off about something that's really small. And it can break down your love for that person and it can actually start to dissolve the relationship. Pink Pepper supports you in, you know, and I know, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm a tongue biter because I came from, uh, my parents were not arguers. They, I never saw them actually having any form of conflict. So any form of conflict to me feels really uncomfortable and bad. So I just try and keep the peace because that's, that's what I kind of feel more comfortable with. Pink Pepper allows us to realize that conflict doesn't have to mean fighting, arguing, yelling and screaming. Conflict is just two different people with two different ideas. And it be, being a heart chakra essential oil allows us to communicate this conflict and to, in an adult, mature, sensible, loving, kind, compassionate way, converse with another adult and find a resolution to this conflict. Isn't that brilliant? It doesn't have to be yelling and screaming and it doesn't have to be repressed. So pink pepper is a really great one to have around. Now you can either anoint it over your breast and that's going to really be near the heart chakra and women it's going to help you um, with that breast cancer prevention practice as well. You can just anoint it over the heart chakra. 
Um, I love doTERRA, a drop of doTERRA's pink pepper, one drop of that and one drop of lemon in a glass of sparkling water. Or sometimes I'll take three drops. Actually, I do it pretty much every day. Three drops of pink pepper in a veggie cap each morning um, with a bit of frankincense and on guard. Um, but as long as you get the pink pepper in you, on you, around you, it's going to be beneficial. And just a little word of warning, remember that not all essential oils are the same and you don't want to go ingesting or even putting on your skin or even diffusing really a pink pepper that you don't know is actually purely from that plant. Because a lot of essential oils, especially the cheaper ones sold on the market, are not from the plant and can do more harm than good physically, but also energetically as well. That's why purity is so, so important. So pink pepper is going to really be a really nice one there as well. Other oils that can really help us at this time. Um, I really also love geranium. Geranium is really great for trust and for helping us to trust in relationships. And then marjoram is really great for allowing you to commit in relationships. It could pair really well with sapphires. Sapphires, especially blue sapphires and pink sapphires, really help us to stay committed into relationships. So if you have commitment issues or anything like that, if kind of things of the past start to affect current relationships, geranium, which is also really great for anger. Um, geranium is just great for bringing out all issues emotionally, really. It's so helpful in many, many ways. And marjoram is absolutely beautiful as well. Marjoram is a great sleep oil as well, so you can pop it in the diffuser on the soles of your feet. But they will support you in, 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 in getting over things of the past and not bringing in old baggage into new relationships. Or even, you know, one of the best marriage tips I got from a friend of mine who married a lot earlier than, you know, when I was still single, I was like, you know, what's your secret to success in your marriage? And they said they had a rule. And if you have an issue, you have to bring it up straight away and you can't kind of backlog it and keep score and bring it up later. And at the end of the week, you know, when you have a fight, go, well, this week you didn't take the rubbish out and you forgot my birthday and blah, 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 and all that. You bring it up, and if you don't, haven't brought it up as soon as possible, as soon as relevant, then you can't use it later on. You've got to deal with it straight away. And she said, doing that has allowed us to solve issues as they arise before they get blown out of proportion or before that emotionality comes in. And I absolutely love that. And geranium will really help you to make sure you don't, you know, what happens with obviously before we find the one, unless you married your high school sweetheart kind of thing, we've often gone through some relationships that were rocky and they hurt our self-esteem and they, they just didn't turn out how we wanted and we're scarred by that. And we can take that baggage as well as the wisdom into a present relationship. Geranium really helps you to work through and to trust beyond that not all people are the same and to know that you've now got wisdom to navigate a new relationship better than the one, the wisdom we had in previous relationships. We learn from every relationship. So you're not the same person and the person you're now dating is not the same person as you're dating before, unless you've gone back to them. And hopefully they might have grown as well. So geranium is really quite powerful in that way. Now, when talking about this commitment and this fidelity and wanting to maintain that, um, another oil that's quite powerful and has been used for a long, long time is caraway. Now, caraway is an oil of consecration. It cleanses away unwanted energy and blesses and protects that which is valued. But there's also some practices of using it for fidelity. So you can use it. It works well on the sacral chakra um, for helping you to remain um, loyal. But also, if you want to kind of keep that commitment and that love in your relationship, caraway is great as a mouth rinse 
physically, but it is said that to chew on caraway seeds or to rinse your mouth with caraway essential oil and then to kiss your lover helps those two souls. It is said that when we kiss, our two souls kind of join and meet, that that kind of merges that a little bit more. Isn't that beautiful? I really, really love that. The final crystal that I want to share with you for those of you that are in a relationship is another high vibration crystal, and it's known as pink petalite. Pink petalite is considered a high vibration crystal and it can come clear or in pink color. I'm particularly talking about the pink version here. Now, petalites tend to surround you in this bubble of light. And so, you know, white petalite is really good for kind of, or clear petalite is really good for healing kind of light. Whereas pink, of course, surrounds you in a bubble of love. So if you just want to surround yourself or you want to surround your relationship in a bubble of love, having pink petalite around can be really quite beneficial. Another little practice I like to teach, what you do is you need to get two pieces of pink petalite, ideally from the same batch. And what you do is you tie them together for, with a piece of ribbon, red or pink is always good, um, and keep them bound together for a full lunar cycle. Following that lunar cycle, and this could be a really great thing to do on our next full moon since our full moon is in Cancer, because we're not too far off now, we're only two full moons off our full moon in Libra that we we're talking about before, which is the lover's full moon. On the next, after you've been together for a full lunar cycle, what you want to do is you want to gift the one petalite to your partner and you carry the other one. And just as those two crystals have been bound together, it helps to bind the two of you together in that way. This is a really powerful thing to do, especially if one of you or both of you travel for work, or maybe like a fly-in, fly-out, FIFO kind of arrangement, where you're away from each other at, for a long period of time. What you can do is when you're talking to each other on the phone or catching up, you both hold that petalite and it creates that energetic connection between the two of you as well. So those are just a few of my little kind of tips for helping us to, you know, bring back spark, bring back commitment and deal with, you know, any issues we might have in relationships. So you've got morganite, which is great for equality, rhodochrosite, brings spark back while rhodonite settles us down, phthalite stops people interfering in your relationship and keeps that spark in there as well. You've got pink pepper, which helps you to communicate clearly and stops you festering away with holding, you know, negative energies within you that you know you're upset about and you're scared to disrupt the peace or rock the boat you've got marjoram that helps you to commit and feel comfortable with um commitment geranium helps with that anger with trust with letting go of that past scripting and you've got caraway which brings in that fidelity and protecting love as well so maybe you've listened to this whole blooming episode and you're like oh love you know i only broke up with my partner a little while ago i am not even thinking about having another relationship. So there are crystals and oils that can support us in this way as well. So the first ones are the calcites. Now, if you get a piece of raw calcite, you're gonna run your hand over it and you're gonna find that quite often it feels waxy or soapy. Now, what do we use soap for? We use soap to wash away things. What do we use calcites for? To wash away things on an energetic level. And you can get calcites in all different colors. So like blue calcite. What's that going to be beautiful for? Communication issues. When we come to the pink calcite, this is going to be really great for washing away issues of love and heartbreak. So there are two main types of calcite. The first one is known as mangano calcite. M-A-N-G-A-N-O. This is a soft pink. 
And it kind of, again, would be like a pink version of blue lace agate in a way, just in its patterning, not in its actual structure or anything like this. This is really beautiful. It's got a gentle energy to, to it. And if you're feeling, you know, still teary and upset and heartbroken from a relationship, then this is going to be a really nice one to support you in this way and to help you to kind of move on. This, you know, this could be paired with something like birch essential oil. Birch essential oil is, first of all, you know, physically we use it to get rid of tension in the body, but we also get to get rid of that those unwanted ten, that tenseness or that crippling energy that stops us from moving forward in a, on an emotional level as well. You know, there's a practice of using brooms made out of birch on the morning after the winter solstice, the longest night of the year, of sweeping out your house to get rid of out of that stale energy. And if you really find that you, you can't move on, I can't go on or I can't move forward, birch is really, really supportive in that way. Now, sticking around with our pink calcite, the other pink calcite is called cobalto calcite. And this is a more vibrant pink calcite. Cobalt really brings a powerful magical energy to any crystal. And one of my other favorites is royal or a quartz, where you actually fuse cobalt to clear quartz and get this beautiful deep blue metallic kind of crystal. Um, but when the cobalt is in the pink calcite, and it's called cobalt or calcite, it brings a really kind of powerful heart cleanser. So whereas mangano calcite is good for early heartbreaks, mangano calcite is great for anyone who is still annoyed at their ex-husband who ran away with the receptionist 10 years ago and still talks about and holds that grudge. If there is something that has kind of a scar that has settled in your heart, you're going to want to work with mangano calcite. You can pair this with something like cilantro. And cilantro is another really great oil chakra, uh, sorry, heart chakra oil to really help get rid of density. You know, we use, and I love cilantro, I'll pop a few drops in a salad or a smoothie or like a guacamole or something like that, or in a veggie cap, um, again, using doTERRAs. And it's used for heavy metal detoxing, for getting rid of the heaviness. So if you have been carrying around heavy baggage, around love, for a long, long time, you want cilantro. You want to bring that in. Now, being a leaf oil, it actually helps you to work through the mindset and and kind of, you know, it can go really well with a really good therapist or psychologist or something like that or counselor who can talk you through and realize that you holding this grudge after 10 years or however long, the only person that that's actually really injuring now is you. That's stopping you from enjoying life. Cilantro's ideal for us all is for anyone who has hurt us in the past to forgive them and to actually thank them for what they did because they made you the person you are. Wiser, more resilient, whatever that may be. And that may be in love, it can be in family. It's a really great one for if you had a rough childhood. That, you know, I remember when someone who hated cilantro, the essential oil. And, and a sign to me when someone hates an essential oil that there's an emotional imbalance there. And we started talking about a few other things and she said, oh, no, no, I don't have an issue with my mother. You know, I've forgiven her and I just don't need to ever see her again because there's nothing more to work through with her. And I said, ah, no, I need you to get to the point where you want to see your mother again and you would embrace her and hug her and thank her for being the person she had been to you in the past and the gifts that she'd actually given you. Because as humans, we form lopsided um, perceptions and go, 
what my mother did was bad or what my mother was good. And that's just our meaning making that we do. Life just happens and we interpret things as different ways. So you, know, you and I can both go see a movie. I love it. You hate it. Is it a good or bad movie? It's just a movie. It's just life. We decide. And, you know, yes, there are bad things that happen in this world. And I'm not kind of giving everyone a free pass. But what Cilantro is looking at is what is the impact on your psyche and your life by carrying that heaviness, by carrying that hatred, that rage. It's not serving you. What happens if we could just embrace and be grateful and go, no, actually, thank God. Thank God they were a jerk to me after six months. Because otherwise I might have married them. Cilantro is really quite cleansing in that way. Really, really beautiful in that way. So sometimes love goes wrong. Or we're just not ready for another relationship. And this is where rose quartz is really great. Good old rose quartz. Had to come up in love, didn't it? And you know, I, I kind of feel, and I hope that throughout this episode, as you've been listening, you've gone, oh, there are a lot of love crystals apart from good old rose quartz. Because when you ask people, what is the crystal of love? Bloody rose quartz always comes up. And I kind of feel it's like the Kardashians. It gets far more attention than it deserves. Rose quartz is soft and gentle in its energy. It brings forgiveness. So it can, first of all, help us with forgiving others. But it can also help you forgive yourself. Especially if you feel that you stuffed up in a relationship, that you did wrong. Sometimes maybe we do. Sometimes we make a bad judgment call. Maybe we cheat on a partner or say something wrong or do something inconsiderate. You know, we learn from that and maybe, you know, but maybe that's part of our destiny to go forward and be a better lover and a better partner and a better person in our next relationships. But if you keep beating yourself up about it and running these stories like, I'm bad, I'm a cheat, I'm all these different things, that's not going to serve you either. Rose Quartz helps you to let that go, to forgive yourself and realize that you are human and to err is to human. The other thing is you may just want to be focusing on building yourself up. And Rose Quartz is really great for that, for self-love, for being gentle and kind to yourself. Now, I want you to ask yourself, would you talk to your partner the way you talk to yourself? Hopefully, you talk to yourself with that loving kindness. And Rose Quartz is a really great one to hang out with, to bring yourself to that level. We want you to build yourself up, to be a complete and whole person, to work with self-esteem oils like bergamot and bergamot mint and any other thing that makes you feel really great and joyous about yourself. Because, of course, when we get into a relationship, we don't want a relationship to complete us. We want a relationship to enhance us. We want two complete people that don't have to have someone else be extended and expanded. And Rose Quartz really helps you to gently nourish yourself that you actually, if you never have another partner again, you'll survive. And that you don't necessarily have to always feel this sense of lack. It's a really beautiful one. If you are in this kind of resurrection aspect at the moment as well, um, there's an oil called cistus. And cistus comes from a plant called the rock rose, or sometimes known as the rose of Sharon. Native to parts of Europe. And what tends to happen is when the seeds drop each year, they don't just germ germinate next season. They kind of stay in the ground and kind of it creates a bit of a seed bank. And then when a wildfire comes through, what actually happens is that causes the seed pods to crack open and to germinate and to start flourishing. 
And so Sisters has this energy of regeneration, kind of like the phoenix rising out of the ashes. So if you are ready to get back in the love game, to be reborn, then Sisters is going to be great. You can pop it in the diffuser, but it's a beautiful skincare one as well. A drop of that with your nighttime moisturizer, again, will bring over that energy or just place it over the heart and allow yourself to be reborn and to really kind of dive in to whatever the world has for you. One final essential oil that can be really great for those that have been hurt by love and are kind of maybe wondering whether you'll ever meet someone or whether you should bother or if all men are jerks or if all women just want your money or different things like that. Palmarosa. Palmarosa is a relative of lemongrass and so it's a grass oil. Um, and so we get this oil from these long blades that look like swords. And whereas I refer to lemongrass as being the oil of the sword of light, palmrosa is the oil of the sword of love and allows you to have faith in love, to fight for love, to not give up on love and to know that love always reigns supreme. So it really helps resurrect you to have faith in other people and to really kind of lift you. Again, it's another great beauty oil. So a drop of that with your nighttime moisturizer or it's splendid in the diffuser. Um, it's you know it's often used to adulterate rose essential oils and so what happens in the essential oil company people do put you know cheaper oils into more expensive oils to stretch them out further and to make more money and different things like that um, that's why i trust brands like doTERRA um, but palm rosa by itself is actually really great in the diffuser and it has that beautiful loving energy into it as well so that is another one that if you've kind of lost faith in love lean into palm rosa the final oil I want to share with you today is kind of goes a bit like rose quartz. It's often referred to as the oil of love. And I actually like to expand on that and call it the oil of unconditional love. And that is rose. And it's quite interesting when we look at essential oils, there are many myths and stories on the creation of many essential oils throughout the plant kingdom. However, rose is slightly different. Normally, there's just one or two deities interacting with each other or a mortal that causes the creation of a plant. But when it came to Rose, it was a whole cacophony. So one day, Chloris, the goddess of flowers, found the body of a beautiful dead young nymph laying on the ground. And she wanted to preserve the beauty of this nymph. So she turned it into the first rose flower. However, she wanted to make the flower more. And so she called on Aphrodite to bless it with her beauty and her allure. And she called on Dionysus to bless the who is the god of wine to make this most alluring nectar or aroma that was so intoxicating to everyone. She then called upon Zephyrus, the god of the west wind, to blow every cloud out of the sky so that Apollo, the god of the sun, could shine on the rose and that it could blossom in its fullness. And that was the story of the creation of the first rose. Isn't that beautiful? And isn't that why it just kind of shows you furthermore why rose is known as the queen of oils and also why the oil of love and unconditional love. So what I love about rose essential oil is being such a beautiful divine essential oil. It really helps to lift us up to the higher levels of love. And it really helps us to love unconditionally. What I mean by that is we often say that we love someone unconditionally, maybe a partner or maybe a child, someone else in our lives. And I always like to kind of challenge that playfully. And I say, so if you came home and your partner was in bed with your best friend 
and they'd burnt down your house and thrown away all your crystals and your oils, you'd still love them. And the person's like, oh no, definitely not. So that's a condition. I will love you as long as you do this or do that. Now that's an extreme example to get a point across. But again, think about how often we get disappointed or we fall a little bit out of love because our partner is not doing exactly what we want them to do. We get upset because they forget their, the milk. We get upset because of, you know, they're, they, they want to do this instead of what you want to do on the weekend. You know, all those different types of things. And I'm not saying that we have to sacrifice by working with Rose what we want. Maybe we need to compromise, but not sacrifice. But it's about, regardless of what your partner wants to do, what if you could just love them for that? So if your partner decided that they didn't want to be in the relationship anymore, could you love them still for that? If they decided they wanted to quit their job and join a rock band, could you love them for that? Because... Society is always inflicting on us expectations of what we should be doing. And wouldn't it just be nice if one person, our partner, didn't kind of put that pressure on us as well and loved us for who we wanted to be rather than who they wanted us to be? If we were to create that space for our partner, then imagine if we were able to create that space for ourselves from our partner, that they loved us no matter what. When we made our mistakes when we changed our mind, when we forgot things, when we were human and imperfect. And so that's the space that Rose takes us to. What I love about the mythology of the Greeks and the Romans and many of the older um, mythologies, you know, the Norse, the Celtic, so many of them, where the gods were divine, but they weren't perfect. They weren't immaculate. They made mistakes. They listened to their heart or listened to their head and got carried away and did all these different things. And I think they're beautiful archetypes to show us what being, we can still be divine and not perfect. And Rose really helps us to be like that. And so I think whether you are looking for love, in love, or trying to get over love, Rose is the perfect essential oil for all of us. Not only is she the queen of the oils and an oil of love, but she's also, I refer to her as the queen of immunity and has some amazing physical benefits. I make a habit. I have a rose roller in my box where I keep all my oils. And every time I go to that box, I grab the rose and I roll it somewhere on my body. Normally on the back of my neck because that's going into my central nervous system. It's traveling everywhere. Beautiful place to put it. But I also normally do a swipe over my third eye and a swipe um, under my nose so I can smell it. Great for the immunity and great for so many other beautiful, you know, parts of the body, especially skin. Again, these flower oils are all good for the top layers of our skin. Mixing them with a bit of moisturizer at night can really help as well. So I hope that's been insightful today and I'd really encourage you now to check out that article and educate yourself a little bit more about Valentine's Day. This, I had kind of had rumors that it, that... Valentine's Day, the history of it wasn't always about love. Um, and so that's why I started searching. And when I found this article, I was like, ah, okay. And you can really sink in deep to it. It's a long and convoluted story. And I thought, I try sharing it with everyone on the podcast. I'm like, nah, I'm going to ruin it. So <laughs> I'm going to let you do some reading instead. Whether you're celebrating Valentine's Day tomorrow or not, remember that love is really beautiful. And, you know, there's nothing that teaches us more 
in life than being in a romantic relationship with someone. So embrace those experiences of what it shows you about yourself and what you're capable of. Until next time, take care. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram, as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.